Now, Amina, tell us what your main takeouts have been from this morning's discussion, which was a very kind of broad-ranging one. But you're particularly interested in the issues of social exclusion, aren't you? I am. And I'm, I'm interested in how we engage, you know, we, we can't just talk about poor people. We need to talk with poor people, too, if we're going to talk about place-based building or place-based connectivity or um, even if we're talking about future jobs or uh, investment. And my the, the main things that I took from this morning was that there's clearly a lot of uh, expertise and skills in the room. There's a, a lot of will about investing and, ch- and making things better for people who are deprived or uh, underserved, as I call them. Um, and there's, I, I think one of the missing ingredients is actually having third sector or slash community-based anchor organisations involved in some of those discussions, which are deemed to be... They don't seem to be... People say they're not interested in because they're economic discussions, but actually they are. They just may want to talk about them from a different angle. Give us some examples of what you see around you, because you live here, don't you, in in a deprived community, the one where you are. Yeah, I live in the heart of inner city Gorton, which, you know, I, I, I would call it ghetto. Probably I should not get told off for that. But, you know, and there's nothing, there's nothing, I think there's a romanticising about the ghetto when you don't, or, or, you know, deprived areas when you don't live in them. Actually, I live in them. These are poor areas. The last bank in that area has just closed down, is RSB. They're, the local shops are charity shops, um, tanning shops, you know, there's just a lot of poverty and that poverty is entrenched in the infrastructure or the lack of infrastructure around the area. There's no tram uh, stop. There is a train which goes once an hour. And so it's a place that people drive through and don't stop. And I, and I think that's a real shame because there's a real sense of community spirit, there's a real kinship and there's a real... Um, there's, there's real wealth of knowledge there. People have been there for a long, long time, but they don't get included in any of the conversations about their areas. What could be done to make it better then in Gordon, where you are? I think one of the things is that could be better is that understanding that let's not just talk about the pores as we you know we call them we call them the grey people in our house you know which we are part of like they are an add-on or something that we need to spot, solve or fix. Actually, people live and work there and have very healthy lives in some ways emotionally they have connections with each other and they have connectivity within that community but we need to involve them in conversations that are around um the 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 big picture thinking the strategic thinking the economic development of the area we need to involve them in some of that but also we need to connect these places up better digitally in terms of transport in terms of investment in jobs it's about talking to those people working with those people and building a future that makes a benefit for all of the 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 people in that area but also in the wider conurbation now this is about housing you know we're being hosted by the the, the, the co-op here. Tell us about what could be done to improve the housing in Gorton then and, you know, describe the condition of it. Well, um, I live in social, uh, you know, uh, in, uh, social housing. Um, it's an old house that was built 100 years ago. It's, brilliant. it's a fabulous house in terms of its building. We need to have better regulations in the private sector. It's really huge amounts of substandard private sector housing in, in Gorton. So we need to have regulation. We need to have, we need to talk about affordable housing and what is affordable Um and, you know, I'm not one of those people that we've got, we've got to have social housing, but maybe we don't, it's, but it's more about affordable housing. We've got to give people a choice because when we talk about housing and we talk about building more social housing, we also talk about building it in Gorta or in those poor, poor areas. We don't talk about it in Didsbury or Wally Range or Chalton because it seems like, well, poor people don't have the choice 
you know, they're not allowed to have that choice because they can't afford to have that choice. Well, actually, maybe if we include them in the conversations about what kind of housing works and where the type of place that they'd like to live, then we, you know, we'll have better outcomes. Obviously, we need national intervention and national regulations and we need to have um, some more devolved powers around housing and house building. In terms of regulation, then, what would you like to see both, you know, for existing housing and new build? Better quality housing, definitely, and better um, quality in terms of space as well. So when we're talking about some of the older social housing that was built pre-war or just after the war, the the square footage was much larger than the social housing they're building now. So if you compare old houses in Gorton to new houses in Hume, they're very, very different in terms of space. Now, if you're a family and you've got two or three children and you're a single parent and you're cramped together in a two-bedroom or three-bedroom house, that those children don't have a space to study. They don't have space to, to learn. They don't have a space to explore, which impacts on their learning and their development and that impacts on you know the family's ability to... Um, have you know emotional space as well, and we know that you know young people need that. Um, but but the other thing is it is about regulation in in the private sector and um, regulating private landlords who effectively are being subsidised by the state through housing benefit.